What's up everybody, my name is D. Ellis, owner of To The Top Music Management, here to bring a space where indie artists can learn all the information that they need in order to grow a fan base, earn money from their passion, and make it to the top. Collaborating with songwriters, recording artists, and producers is bound to happen in your career, and it has great perks. You're going to be able to tap into other people's social circles, tap into their fan base, and just learn more about music, and of course, turn out some pretty great music. Collaborating can get tricky when it comes down to who contributed what to a song, who owns what parts of a song, and how everyone should get compensated, and that's what split sheets are for. A split sheet is a written agreement between all the creators on a track that's going to list the creator's information and the split sheet ownership percentages amongst them. All of these percentages are gonna determine how much each person is gonna get compensated. So why are split sheets so important and why do I urge all indie artists to be using them? Because this document is going to ensure that you get properly compensated for the work that you put into a song. I know in your head right now it may seem unlikely, but you never know which song is gonna blow up and generate millions of streams, therefore royalties coming in. The current US federal copyright law currently states that if there's no prior written agreement between collaborators, each collaborator will own equal amounts of the song. It would be unfair to you, so it is important to have this proper documentation beforehand. Another reason is you as an independent artist need to care about this stuff. This is your business, and as an independent artist who's trying to make this into a career, you are now operating as a business. It's similar to a business owner not knowing their profit margin on sales and items in their stores. They're just hoping that they're making money. You can't run a business like that, and like I said, as an artist, you are now a business. So what information do I need on a split sheet? It is super easy to generate a split sheet and to type all of this up. I'm going to list all the information that you guys need on a split sheet. You can do more. You can look up split sheet templates and you can find some that maybe have a little bit more information on them. I'm going to give you the basics of everything you need. I'm also going to put in the description of this video or podcast a template to one that you can use yourself. So after this video, there is no excuses why you should not be using a split sheet. There's going to be a template ready to go for you. You can save that to your documents. You can fill out your portion of it. So that way, every time you create a song, you just have to put in the producer or put in songwriters or other recording artists that were on the song with you, have everyone sign it, and boom, you're good to go. So like I said, it is very easy to find split sheet templates online. You can just Google them and a bunch will come up. You can copy and paste and you know just start using them. But I'm gonna break down all of the key information that you're gonna wanna make sure are on those templates if you do go that route. So you're gonna wanna make sure that you have the name of the song, data creation or data release. You can see in our template, I like to have some information at the top underneath that, um, like the recording artist, first and full name, their manager information, label information, just little contact info like that for me. Um, if you don't have a manager, you don't need to put any of that there. You can just put yourself, whatever you'd like. Legal names of all contributors on the track and also their artist name, their role in the song creation, their mailing address and contact information, their affiliation and their IP number, their publishing company if they're working with one, and then you're gonna break down the composition ownership and the recording ownership. When it comes to identifying the percentage of ownership for the composition and the recordings, a simple breakdown like this is gonna work, just typing out composition ownership, breaking down the lyric part and the music part, and then the recording ownership and having that in a percentage as well. I also put distribution information, which is usually just their email that they have their distribution linked up to. This is gonna help if your distribution company allows 
automatic splits. You can typically just put in the artist information and they'll handle the splits automatically for you, which is awesome. Now, if you're confused when it comes down to the composition ownership and the recording ownership, don't worry, I'll break it down quickly for you and we will be going into this more in depth on a later podcast and video. But when a song is created, it exists in two forms now. You have the composition and you have the recording. The composition is the lyrics and the music. The recording ownership is the master mp3 wave file, the actual recording of the song. Now let's say you completely made a beat yourself, you wrote all of the lyrics, and then you were the only vocal artist on the track. You own 100% of everything. You wrote all of the lyrics, so you own 100% of your lyrics. You made the beat, the production, so you own the music. And then lastly, the recording ownership, you own that as well because you're the only artist on the recording. Let me give you a few other common examples in the industry and what typical splits are so that way you guys can have these in your notes, put them into your templates, and then you'll be ready to go. This is probably one of the most common situations. So an artist purchases a beat online, they now have the exclusive license to it, they write to it, they record to it, and they have a song. How do we break down the split sheet? In this situation, the artist and the producer equally split the composition ownership. So the producer is going to own 100% of the music side and the artist is going to own 100% of the lyric side. The ownership of the recording is typically not split between the producer and the artist. Since the artist is the only one on the recording, they're going to get 100% of those recording royalties. But there have been cases of producers getting 1-3% to of the recording royalty as kind of like a bonus. Alright, our next example is one artist, one producer, one ghostwriter. So let's say that an artist purchases a beat, they have someone else write the lyrics, they go and record the song. How does the split sheet get broken down? So the producer, again, is going to own 100% of the music side. The ghostwriter is going to get 100% ownership of the lyrics for the composition. And then lastly, the artist is going to get 100% of the recording royalties. So the artist actually doesn't get any of the composition royalties here. That's going to be between the producer and the ghostwriter. They're just going to get those recording royalties. But there you go. That's how ghostwriters are making a living off of just writing lyrics for people and how recording artists are also just making a living just recording their voices. All right, another super common one. We have one artist, one producer, one featured artist. All right, so in this situation, let's say that artist one, the main artist, purchases the beat and they have another feature artist come on the track and maybe do a verse with them. So again, the producer still owns 100% of the music side of the composition. They created the beat. They own 100% of the music side. That does not change. But the composition for the lyrics are going to be split and the recording ownership is going to be split. The main artist in most scenarios is going to own 70% of the lyric composition, while the feature artist gets 30%. Ownership of the recording is typically split 80% to the main artist and 20% to the feature artist. Now, these are not set in stone rules. These are just industry standards that a lot of people follow. So feel free to have discussions with the people you are collaborating with if you feel differently about these percentages. Um, in most cases, this percentages breaks down to the main artist you know, creating the hook and verse for a song and the feature artist just having a verse. But, you know, there are cases where the feature artist does make up a lot of the song, maybe that they did the entire hook and a verse. So it's up for discussion if you'd like to have different percentages. All right. And the last one I'm going to give you is one artist, one producer and two featured artists. Again, the producer still owns 100% of the music side of the composition. The main artist typically owns 60% of the lyrics while feature artist number one gets 20% and feature artist number two gets 20%. The ownership of the recording typically gets split the same way in this scenario. 60% to the main artist, 20% to featured one, 20% to featured two. 
again, these are not set in stone numbers that you guys have to follow. These are just industry standards that I wanted to give to you guys. They work in most cases, but have conversations with the people you're collaborating with if you guys feel differently. These percentages can be anything. It is best practice to uh, discuss and sign these documents before a song is released, but you can do it after. But again, it is best practice to be getting into the hang of having these documents all said and done before you plan to release the song. Typically when the song is being created, when you guys are in the studio or right after it's made, you know, you guys should follow up with the split sheet. Now again, probably our next podcast, we're going to go more in depth on music royalties and I'll break down the composition and recording ownerships a little bit better for you guys. And we'll break down publishing and how publishing royalties are generated. And I'll go ahead and break down how if you don't have split sheets created for songs that are already released, how you can still set them up for publishing and your publishing company will go back and get those royalties that were generated for you into your accounts. Now, some of you may be thinking, do I need to be using a split sheet though? The answer is yes. If you are releasing music, you need to be using a split sheet. I don't care if each of your songs get one stream or if they're getting a thousand streams or a couple thousand streams, you need to be using the split sheet. So just get into practice of it. Like I said, there's no excuse after this video not to. I just broke it all down for you. Everything that I broke down, you can just type up into a Word document. You can also Google split sheet templates. A bunch will come up or just go into the description of this video and download our template. All right, guys, I hope that this brought some value to you. If you're an independent artist or artist manager that is a little confused on split sheets or just has some questions, feel free to DM me. The Instagram is to the top music management. I am always more than happy to answer any questions, so don't hesitate on DMs. The downloadable split sheet is going to be linked in the bio or description of this podcast or video. Feel free to download it and just customize how you like. All right, guys, thank you for tapping in. I hope that I brought some value to you today. If I did, please like the podcast, subscribe to the podcast on wherever you're listening, subscribe to the YouTube channel, leave us a comment, leave us a like, DM me on Instagram, follow the Instagram, all of that stuff. I'll be back next week with another podcast, probably jumping into, you know, royalties and breaking a lot of that stuff down for you. But again, I want to create a space where you guys can come and tap in and just learn all the information that you need. So anything you're struggling with, please reach out and I'll make sure to get those topics covered. Again, thank you for tapping in. We'll see you at the top.